Well, what a week it's been in greyhound racing. Absolutely amazing. And off the leash now with George Frugia. How are you, George? Not bad, Cosy. How are you, mate? I am well. Um, I'm going to play you a race call here, first of all. And um, he's Mr. Audacious. I tell you what, he was audacious the other night, too. Have a listen to this. Racing. Mr. Audacious steps safely out wide. Good pace, Gold Driller. The local leads, but here comes Mr. Audacious working into its gear nicely and takes up a good lead. Third perfect colour, first corner. Next, Fred Rose. Quinlan Bale in the pack. Or oh, shuffle up there. Check with Fred Rose. Perfect colour off the track. Kai Bale zipping Spencer's shadow right, but it's all over. Mr. Audacious is back and back with a bang. Wins by three or four. Quinlan Bale rocketed home. Terrelgan Cup. He, that was a huge win, George. Oh, look, he's a, he's a special dog, this dog. He's had 17 starts now, Cosy, for 14 wins. And, look, we hadn't seen him since his win at, uh, at Sandown back in September. And due to some health issues, he, he's had to stay off the track. But hopefully they've rectified that now. And as I said, because he's such a talent. He's got the track record at Shepherd and um, held the track record there, nearly broke it at Ballarat. Now he holds a track record at Terrelgan. And even though Terrelgan's still a, a fairly newish track, in a sense that the track records might continue to fall a little bit more, but uh, he's just racing at such a level at the moment, this dog. He's drawn box three in the Terrelgan Cup. I just think it was such an unbelievable performance considering we hadn't seen him for so long, and he can just come out and do what he did in the time he did. If you have a look at the other heat winners, no one really got close to running that time. Mobile Legend, of course, who um, took out the Warrigal Cup a week earlier, ran 24.62, and... Uh, there was a couple of greyhounds that ran in the 70s, but wow, for Mr. Audacious to come out and run 24.43, it just highlights the talent. I, and I hope for connections that he gets a run at it because he's clearly one of the quickest uh, greyhounds in the country and it was just awesome to see him back. So in two days' time in the Sorelgan Cup, it's worth $47,000 to the winner if he's um, successful, pushes his prize money well over 100 grand. He's a greyhound that could have won, honestly, um, if he stayed sound... Um, could have won a hell of a lot more. He's just such a, a talent. So really looking forward to this Terrelgan Cup final um, on Thursday. It's an interesting shape, that J shape of the track, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, and the Greyhounds like Mr Audacious win anywhere. Um, but um, if, if you notice with him, can, he can sometimes be a bit, little bit hit or miss at box rise. But when he gets room to balance and accelerate, there's probably not too many dogs that can go with him. So... There is a really long run up to the first corner, obviously, or the only corner, uh, he, and he gets his opportunity. Um, look, Seller Dodger off box one, we all know his ability to. Once he accelerates as well, he's a very, very fast dog. We've got Revolution in box four, who's won five on end, and he's just racing at a premium level. We haven't seen a great deal of him either more recently. He's only had the two starts in the new year, but before that, um, didn't have a start in December and only raced once in, in November. Um, mobile legend, can he win two country cups in the space of two weeks would be incredible effort and again his heat win was fantastic, he was another one if you watch the replay because uh, he mm. missed the start, really had to work hard to get to the front and was fantastic so he's, he looks the main danger for me, River Rough drawn out wide was a good run behind mobile legend but look if Mr Audacious can begin cleanly, he's had a couple of looks at Sir Elgin, obviously, he's going to be incredibly hard to beat but mobile legend uh, Revolution and Salad Dodger or just sitting there right behind him. But I think it would be a fantastic story if, if Mr Audacious were to win. Mm. Hey, George, just on the subject of the, of the J-Turn circuit, I know they uh, put a lot of work into it at the University of Technology in Sydney uh, to make sure that it's one of the safest tracks around. How many other J-Turn tracks are there in Australia? Do we have any others? 
No, 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 we don't have any others. And look, look, I'm all for everything getting tried. And, mm. um, you know, a lot of the locals, um, I think there was a couple of issues just with the track in terms of the, the surface to get it while, it while it settles and gets everything right. But yep. I think they're on top of that now. But I think it's also important just from a personal point of view that we don't shy away from what's worked in, in, in the past. Mm. I think tracks like Ballarat and Geelong and Shepparton are fantastic tracks. I think the Meadows and Sandown are fantastic tracks in the sense that we get to see that two-turn racing, yep. which is at the height of the sport. So, um, and, you know, and then there's greyhounds that get catered for up the straight. So I think it's important to have a wide range of, of, of things. And if Terrelgan um, chose to go that way, that is absolutely fantastic. But... Um, I think those other tracks, those U-turn tracks that we have, are just as good as well. Mm. Now, I spoke with <clears throat> Mark Holmes yesterday, and he's the part owner of She's a Pearl, and uh, he was absolutely excited when this happened on Saturday night. And they're racing now. She was away brilliantly from the outside. She's a pearl going with her reflections to the first corner. Gatlin across third. Up to fourth now is Amron Boy. They're followed by Embrace Wider. Next Coco model French Martini and zipping Maserati. She's a pearl went bang off the back straight. Opened up by five on Gatlin. They're followed by reflections. Amron Boy and Embrace around the turn. It's She's a pearl clear by three. Gatlin tries hard, but the Queen is back on top of the Greyhound Racing World. She's a Pearls, beat Gatlin by two. Third reflections, fourth Amron boy from Embrace. That was a good, tough, strong win, wasn't it? Oh, look, and credit to her. I mean, she has made Wentworth Park her own. I mean, she took out the million-dollar chase. She's won the Golden Easter Egg, now the Paws of Thunder. She's won pretty much the three big races there, the Triple Crown, if you like, for She's a Pearl. And we discussed it all week. We thought she could lead from out there, Cosy, mm. if she began a little bit cleaner. And once she gets on the bunny there at Wentworth Park... This is not the Meadows and Sandown, and I'm not saying that that she can't um, lead all the way here in Victoria, but it is a tight track, Wentworth Park. She loves getting around there, and once she lobbed to the front and had a dog like Gatlin and and reflections behind her, she was never going to get run down. I was a little bit surprised that Amron Boy was back from $5 to $4.40, to be honest, because there was a couple of things against him. I thought his heat run, you know, in the words of trainer Brooke Ennis, was a bit disappointing. Um, And also, Wentworth Park... I, I, don't, I just don't think it would be his track, especially mm. from where he was drawn. He had box five. There was speed in one. There was speed in two. There was speed in eight. It was just I just didn't see how he was going to get into a good enough position to hold out some of these other greyhounds. But, look, he'll be back um, bigger and better than ever, hopefully, at the Meadows on Feb 11 for the Tem Lee. Hopefully, we get to see She's a Pearl there as well. That would be fantastic. But, obviously, her aim is, is to try to win um, back-to-back Golden Easter eggs, something that's never been done before. But, look, she was awesome. Doesn't matter what box you put her in at Wentworth Park, if she begins like that, she's a chance in every race she can test. So congratulations uh, to Connections, twenty nine fifty as well, um, second fastest of the night before uh, behind a, a greyhound. I'm sure we're going to just about touch on here, um, called Victor Damien. What a run that was in the uh, in the Derby. She's getting up close to two million in prize money too. Yeah, she's she's about about at one point six million yeah. at the moment, and and look, I mean. We've got the Golden Easter Egg, which I think is worth $300,000, right? So that could be the race that tips her over the edge for $2 million. As I said, um, she, she's not finished yet. She's still racing at a very, very high level. Um, she'll make a, a, a brood bitch that will have pups that are very, very sought after. I'm not sure if any of those would be for sale. But mm. look, the way she's racing at the moment, the way she handles Wentworth Park, there's another million-dollar chase coming on later on in the year as well. I mean, who knows? She could still be going. So... Uh, no, she, she, she is a special, special talent. 
Now, there was an emotional win in the futurity. Yeah, there was, uh, with a greyhound called Windrow All Class. And uh, unfortunately, uh, the connections that were there, um, uh, brain cancer was at the, at the front of everyone's mind. But uh, it was great to see her on track, uh, one of the owners of the greyhound. Um, and I loved hearing the story about trying to fit in as much memories, um, mm. you know, before the inevitable, I suppose. And look, I, I think sometimes life just gives you a reminder that it's fleeting and, and very valuable and, and precious. Um, and to see scenes on track um, after Windsor All Class won the race, I think was really fitting. It was probably the most popular story on the night, yeah. to be honest. And um, look, it, it, you know, life's always bigger than ground racing, but. That's what I love about this sport and all racing and even other sports, to be honest, Cosy, as you know, the amount of joy that it can give people, even if you're a fan of a, you know, I've heard stories about people being fans of, you know, when the Bulldogs won their, won their first flag in such a long time and people being able to see that before their loved ones had passed. It's really important to people and if a grand racing to be able to, to provide that to that family is, is unbelievable. It was a terrific victory. She defeated Baby JC, the Victorian, and Victor Marley running third. I think the other big story was the, the emergence of Victor Damien. To run 29.47, half-length quicker uh, than She's a Pearl was incredible. His heat win the week before in 29.44 was very good. But, um, you know, as we discussed, Lisa and Tony Rasmussen um, have clearly stated that this is the quickest greyhound that they have trained in the last 30 years. And uh, he's, a, he's a special talent. He did it from box five. There's some local greyhounds who were drawn pretty well closer to the fence, and he just put pay to all of them and won impressively. So 29.47. Watch out for him. Hopefully we get to see him in Melbourne. I'm sure we will. Um, it's almost a free shot at the stumps for races like the Australian Cup now. Um, and also he can go back to the Golden Easter Egg around Easter time on a track where he's undefeated and can run clearly run very, very fast time. Well, he's won five on the bounce now. I think he's had uh, 12 goes for nine wins. Yeah, look, and the writing was on the wall, Cosy, when he was racing um, on his local track at Angle Park. He got down to a, a very quick PB of low 30 seconds. Not often greyhounds can do that. Um, and I think Aston Rupee, Mally Magic and um, Wow, She's Fast, I think are the only three greyhounds to do that at Angle Park. So for him to do that as a young greyhound with such little experience, then come to a foreign track like Wentworth Park, trial there and then have two starts and blow away the best young talent in the country... He's pretty special, so uh, watch out for him coming forward. Now, the distance um, was a good race as well? Yeah, it was. I mean, we, we got to see one of our favourites in Stagger Out Lee. Unfortunately, she finished fifth in the race for Jack Strutt. But look, Ritza Piper, another one who was really, really impressive in his heat win, um, in her heat win, sorry, last week. She had to contend with box eight, had to work really hard, and this week she had box one. So I'll put my hand up. I thought Corborn Magic was going to be incredibly hard to beat. He was probably a touch disappointing in the race, running 42-18 overall. Ritza Piper pretty much leading um, all the way. I sat second and then took over, took over Sorry, in the important part of the race, and, and that was that, um, running 41-97. Well done to trainer Joseph Sherry for, for um, her win. And another one where it gives, gives them now the confidence to say, you know what, I think we can take on some of the better stayers in the country um, I'm not sure if they are coming to Melbourne or I'm sure it'll be on their minds to, to race in races like the Superstayers. Um, there's the Zoom Top coming up, which is an invitation race only, and she's fresh off winning a Group 1. She might get in, uh, catapulted straight into that field as well. So that'll be a good litmus test for Ritza Piper, but she looks like she's got the goods. 
Silver Luck, the uh, reserve, got a run out of box five. That was a huge one. It was $41. Yeah, I know. It went really well, and it's been a really cracking pace, running 16.09 to the marker. And, um, yeah, look, it, it was uh, it was going along really nicely. It just sort of got a little bit tired near the end where Ritza Piper uh, got up on the fence and, and won, trained by Jodie Lord, of course, who had Coilborn Magic as well. But then they got the spoils later in the program when uh, when She's a Pearl uh, got the chocolate. So it was a, a fantastic night for them as well. But, look, um, as I said last week, it, it's really open, this the staying ranks here. We usually have a, a king or a queen that's, uh, that takes control. It, it is as open as I've seen it in a long time. I suppose we're waiting for an emergency of, of a real superstar. We just don't have one right at the moment, so it's there for the taking. Action Girl was uh, a huge one at the Meadows the other night. Let's have a listen to this. Racing two. And away fast was Action Girl and makes a V-line through the rail to lead Action Girl out by two and a half. Joliet Bale got to second. Call Me Marley third. Fourth the inside Marjong Bailey. Well back in the race to Indy Fido. Elite Machine third from last. Hot Scott's the favourite. He's second last the inside. And it's been passed by Exalted. It's outside. The leader Action Girl going well. Out by three and a half links to Joliet Bale. Around the outside comes Call Me Marley. Then Marjong Bailey as they turn. Action Girl clear from Call Me Marley. And Action Girl won it by two links. Call me Marley, third in Fido, fourth Marjong Bailey from Elite Machine. Now, George, that was a good run. Where to for Action Girl? Well, now that um, she's proven over 500 metres, the Australian Cup Carnival is right there for her. I, this is it, it was a is an interesting way to handle her career, and I think Gary Peach needs to be applauded. She had 41 career starts before she raced over 500 on metropolitan tracks. 128 of them, mind you, absolutely dominant on on the provincial tracks. Of course, she's assisted a mobile legend, but um, you know what? I just thought he had a, a throw at the stumps over 500 metres. She won her heat win, won her heat impressively, but her final even more so. Her first split, Cosy, 4.92. The track record is held by the great Fernando Bale at 4.89. Mm. Gee whiz! So that gives you, that's only half that's a length. 300. Uh, yeah. Out, yeah, it's only half a length outside the, the fastest dog ever to the first corner to the to the post the first time at the Meadows. And we, it's with that speed that gives you a chance to be winning big races. And I'll tell you what, she might even get a touch stronger as well. Um, she's, um, what is she? She's just, she's turned three. So she's probably got a little bit more, um, well, she's got the miles under her legs now. I just thought he's handled her perfectly and her two wins have been fantastic. But you don't, I can't remember the last time a dog ran 4.92. So That's... with that type of, yeah, with that type of speed, Cosy. She has to be considered in some of the big races because even if she knocks off another tenth on her overall time and gets down to the twenty nine eighties, twenty nine seventies, all of a sudden she's going to be incredibly hard to beat. Her splits would lead ninety nine point nine out of a hundred races at the Meadows, and as we know in greyhound racing, that's exactly where you want to yeah. be out in front. You get to the front; it's a big, it's a big place, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is, and look, she's a. It's it's been a terrific litter, by the way. Weeping Lux has been a terrific producer. Obviously, Mobile Legend, um, Action Girl. Um, there's a couple of others that go really well provincially, but it's been a terrific litter. But um, what a strike rate she has. She's won 30 out of 43 races and placed in another seven. She has hardly put a foot wrong in her uh, really impressive career. Now, we've got Albion Park this week, the, the Gold Bullion, the Gold Cup at the Creek on Thursday night. Yeah, look, I keep refreshing. I don't see fields out yet, but we'll discuss it on RSN um, as we go along during the week. Um, but the fields aren't out yet. But you, you, we will surely have some Victorian representation here for the Gold Bullion and the Gold Cup. A greyhound called Jay is Jay, who won the match race last week in the fastest time, 
will automatically get a spot in the gold bullion. So there's only seven spots up for grabs. So the Vicks are going to be quick um, on Thursday night. Um, the fields will be out by tomorrow. I'll be on air with you tomorrow, Cosy. So yep. we'll quickly go through those uh, heats tomorrow and also the heats of the uh, the Gold Cup, which right. is over the staying trip. So we'll touch on those tomorrow. But uh, some really big uh, prize money on offer in Queensland. Uh, I think they've got a prize money boost coming up at the start of February, February as well, which is really good because although we always keep one eye on Victoria... It's also good to see some of those other states increase their prize money, which is fantastic for participants. Now, George, I'm going to have a chat with Eddie Caruana in about five, uh, ten minutes' time, and Eddie's stepping down after 20 years as chairman of the MGRA. Oh, yeah, look, and, and I think you're really one of the more popular guys in the industry and, and took over at the, at the Meadows at a time where the club was still just probably finding its feet. It opened in 1999 and... Um, Eddie's been in charge uh, for the majority of time there. And, and what I like about it is they set the tone um, as a board and, and Eddie being in charge of that under um, the help of, obviously, the help of Mark Long, who was the, the manager there for a long time. They set up the Meadows as a real destination place, especially for young families. Um, time after time, I was lucky enough to be working there at the time, they'd get massive crowds there. And that's the, the type of family environment mm-hmm. I think Eddie... Um, wanted to be part of. The other thing he was um, really keen on was the fact that the Meadows has 10 Group 1 races yeah. in the calendar year. There's no place in the world that has 10 Group 1 races in the calendar year. That is, it's a fantastic effort. Um, their mantra has always been to, to share the love over a lot of races and to have 10 G1s is massive. He leaves the club in a really good state. I believe he's still staying on as a director. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, uh, congratulations, Daddy. I'm sure we will still see him... Um, at the traps all the time. Uh, he's, uh, every time at, I'm at the Meadows, Eddie has been there. I, I <laughs> he don't, loves it. Yeah, look, and it's, it's been a passion of his life, and his wife, Olympia, is always there. Yeah. They're lovely people, and um, congratulations to Eddie on what's been a, a really good career. And we've had good times and bad in ground racing, and Eddie's always been at the forefront championing the sport. So um, enjoy his retirement, even though I don't think we can drag him away completely. <laughs> As I said, he'll still no. be a director at the Meadows for some, some advice and guidance. He will. Now, our mate, Matty Nevitt, will be back next Monday. Rejuvenate uh, is his love child, and he'll be wrapped to hear Rejuvenate do this. And racing and rejuvenate away nicely. Powers to the front. Favourite leads to the first bend by length. They have a lightning Leo. They've broken away then from Twilight Sophia. Out wide there is uh, Cool Lady in a bunch with Zip Up Andy for the back as uh, Twilight Sophia drifting back with Jolene Bale towards the end. Also there is uh, Udella Bale, but it's Rejuvenate who bolts in. Second lightning Leo followed then by Cool Lady and also Zipping Bonanza. Then Jolene now, Bale. George, he almost broke the track record. He did. The, the now track record, if it was the old track record before it was uh, broken by Blue Tungsten, he would be the track record holder. Look, his only blip uh, on the radar was that fifth um, in that uh, Group 1 Silver Chief behind Amron Boy, and clearly there was a bit of a niggle because we haven't seen him race for, for about six weeks. So um, it was great to see him back. Um, look, he's just an extremely fast greyhound. If you watch the replay, Cosy. As they turned for home, he was about yeah. three or four in front and then extended it out to win by almost eight lengths. Um, he's a special talent. He's just... And you know what? Clearly, if there was a niggle there, we're willing to forgive him. And it was his first group one. He's won uh, 11 of 14. And, uh, yeah, as I said, Maddie Never will have his rejuvenate hat on tomorrow. But, <laughs> look, we talk about dogs like Action Girl and these types has got a lot, lot of speed. Pound for pound, he's, as he's shown in that heat of the Silver Chief, 
he's probably as fast a greyhound there is in the country, rejuvenate. And look, if we can keep him sound, um, it'll be uh, fantastic to see him across the Australian Cup Carnival. Well, the irony is, when you mentioned Action Girl, I think a hot scotch went around that. His brother went around that race. Yeah, so they need to get one back on Action Girl because she beat him <laughs> fair and square. But yeah. look, at Rejuvenate has always been probably the, the bigger talent than his brother, Hotscotch, who really improved and, and ran very quick time at both Sandown and the Meadows. And that's why I think it's a little bit scary to think what Rejuvenate can run. But last night was a great pipe opener for him to run 21-25, mm. which um, is a PB for him. His previous PB was 21-41. Uh, look, he's an absolute star. Really looking forward to see Rejuvenate going forward. He got off the rail a little bit in the straight at uh, in that run. Yeah, he does that, and he showed that at the Meadows too. That's Look, that could pose some problems mm. going forward. He does have extreme speed. Look, uh, we've got to remember he's had 14 starts. It might be something that he it, it is not as pronounced as he, mm. as he goes along, but you're right, he does like to use a little bit of the track. It also would have been he was going that fast around the corner that <laughs> he probably was fishtailing around it, um, but he's, look, he's a special talent, and um, look, the, the Brown family have got two greyhounds that they can feel comfortable with in the calendar year that they can um, go in, in some very, very big races and, and feel like they've got two live chances. You wouldn't want an Amron boy lurking on the rail behind you, would you? No. Well, I don't think anyone in Australia wants an Amron boy lurking, <laughs> lurking behind him. I mean, we've seen that. But, yeah. uh, look, um, it, it, it's, it's shaping up to be a really big Australian Cup carnival, and, and I'm sure Eddie will be able to touch on it as well. Um, I believe, wow, she's fast-trolled at the Meadows in preparation for this Feb 11 meeting. Um, hopefully, Amron Boy pulled up OK after the pause of thunder. be interesting to see um, the other six greyhounds that will be in selection uh, for, the, for this race. I'm sure she's a pearl. Um, if she comes, she's a definite starter in that as well. So, um, yeah, look, there's going to be a lot to talk about in a couple of weeks. Come on. All right. Good to catch up, George. We'll have a yarn tomorrow. And we look forward to uh, those fields for Albion Park, the Gold Cup and the Gold Bullion. They should be out when we talk tomorrow. No worries. Talk then, mate. Good on you. Thanks, George. George Frugier off the leash.